Step into the future of healthcare with us today. We'll delve into the transformative power of lining technology with your vision, harnessing automation for efficiency so you can amplify your expertise and break free from the chains of industry norms. Welcome to Providers Edge, the podcast that helps healthcare entrepreneurs and innovators break down barriers and control their business, life, and future with valuable action steps. With me, your host, Sabrina Rombach, a recovered clinician and a business deal catalyst. Let's rewrite the rules and create a positive social impact while increasing your profitability. Welcome back. This is your host, Sabrina Rombach. Today, we have Paul here with us. Uh, he is the founder and CEO of Surf CT, and his company has been working with dental and healthcare professionals since 2003, helping them integrate technology with brand philosophy and user experience. And Paul understands the importance of an individualized IT strategy and knows that digital transformation needs to look different for healthcare practices in order to create the most efficient, adaptable digital offers. Paul runs his dental practice and has just reached his 20th year. Congratulations and thank you for being here, who has been a serial entrepreneur, author, keynote speaker, advisor, and um, I just um so excited that you're here with us. Thanks for joining us. Sabrina, thank you so much for having me today. I'm super excited to be on your podcast. It's uh, it's an amazing one, and I love how you give back to to doctors and and, and specifically entrepreneurs. So I'm excited to be here. Yes, this platform is all about celebrating the innovations and the nuances uh, of all the change makers in the healthcare space. So I'm glad that you're one of them, and then we can learn a way to learn more about your journey. So tell me, bring us back a bit. What brought you to dentistry and then start forming your own vision into finding this one problem you really wanted to dive deeper into? Sure. So I'll bring you back to 2002, uh, 2003, um, the University of Connecticut. I was taking my degree in computer engineering and information systems. And um, a lot of those jobs were going overseas. If you could, If you could program things more affordably overseas, why wouldn't you do it? And so that was the practical thing to do. So I started to think about what might not go overseas. And I started to focus on healthcare and specifically healthcare systems. And when I started to do that, I was in a class and there was this project and the project uh, had three questions to it. Could a doctor in private practice, could a single doctor benefit from having a full-fledged IT department? And the answer is yes. By first identifying their vision and leveraging technology to create automation, physicians can escape survival mode, be more present in both their professional and personal lives, and ultimately increase their revenue while streamlining operations. A quick announcement before we moving forward. If you are a healthcare entrepreneur, a startup founder looking to accelerate your social mission, 
and increase profitability. Don't hesitate to reach out to me, Sabrina. Find me on LinkedIn or visit our website, Runback Media Group, as we have multiple solutions to help you scale quickly. Let's connect and discuss how we can take your business to the next level. All right, let's get back. Question number two, was it financially feasible for one doctor in private practice to have access to all of these resources? And the answer was not really, you know, not for one doctor, but it was a good idea. So I don't think good ideas should be stopped just because of money. I think that that could be an excuse. So I went on to um, explore the idea further. And I was actually late with my paper. Um, The professor wasn't terribly thrilled about my delays, but I said, I'm going to come at this from a completely different angle. And I worked um, at the, at the, you know, the local hospital and kind of saw how they did things. And they would set up the, the surgical room specific for that surgery. So if it was cataract surgery or heart surgery or, or neurosurgery, the technology that was going into that room was a very specific setup. And there would be a minimal technology fee for the doctor doing the surgery. So ultimately creating a win-win, the patient got the best possible outcome, the doctor had the best technology, and you you had this full-fledged hospital-grade IT department within hospitals for doctors. So I came back and took that information and said, hey, we can provide a hospital-grade IT department that really helps doctors at the private practice entrepreneurial level. And that was my paper back in 2003. And that turned into to serve CT because the idea had um, a lot of merit. It was really good for everybody. It was good for the patient. It was good for the doctors. The university loved it. They got behind it. And um, that's how the company started was in 2003 at the University of Connecticut. And today we work with over 12,000 practices, 12,000 entrepreneurial doctors and we help them achieve their vision and their dream. So, so often, you know, people talk about how surf got started, but with that type of experience, um, building 12,000 private practices and, and helping build these specific systems for the way that these doctors practice, not generically, but specifically for how you practice, we're able to, to empower doctors to, to realize your dreams. So it's been an exciting journey. Yeah, I'm sure it can be. And especially from an early stage when people might not have thought about the importance of IT infrastructure or they thought about it, they need it, but they don't quite get it. So it's great to have someone who has the vision and could create that strategy for the end users. So bring us back to if you think about it, a lot of us who are clinicians gone through years and years of training, but on the practice side of medicine, dental, um, wellness. But it's not so much um business thinking, right? When they have to put on these different hats, they don't even know what they don't know. So when you approach someone, let's say, uh, who has a new established practice or even have been in there for a few years, but really don't have that foundation of IT infrastructure, how do you approach it? How do you make people aware, help them see what they're missing? Sure. So we start by asking questions and we start by first asking if you could have anything at all, if you could have anything as a doctor, forget what you've been told in the past, what would that be? What is your ultimate vision? And, you know, so often doctors will share, well, you know, I went through 
through dental school or I went through medical school and, you know, I ended up here. And, and so it's like, you know, like life kind of, you know, kind of forces you into a certain situation or you're, you're reporting to a practice. You have this like cocoon like effect where you're going to the same practice day in and day out, almost like reporting to a box, you know, and you don't see everything that's possible. You don't have that global view of what's possible. So we always start with like, forget what you've been told. Like if you could have anything at all, what is your vision? And the answers that we get are so unique. And, and so many doctors feel like they have to work within their practice and that they go to work at their practice. And this is kind of how the place stays afloat. And, and we start to expand on that. And based on what their vision is, we're able then with our experience, 20 years, two decades, 12,000 practices, and not not selling one piece of technology, but helping them implement the technology properly, we're able to put a system in place that will create automation that will help them achieve their vision and creates alignment in practice, real automation. So, so often when I speak with doctors, if they're not really understanding, uh, I'll give them a little analogy and I'll say, your practice is running like a local coffee shop. You show up every day, you, you you know, you grind the beans, you you put the beans in the machine and, and you work really hard to sell coffee for, you know, 99 cents or $1.99 and, and you tell people to come in. And, and when you're here, people come in because they know you. But we're able to put these systems in to your practice that will help you achieve your vision and your dreams and and really make your practice run without you, um, which, you know, sometimes is alarming to them. But, you know, if you had more time, what would you do with it? And they don't understand it. And I say, look, if you're running a local coffee shop, we can help build you a Starbucks. And then suddenly like that trigger goes off, right? And And it's really, really exciting when we start this journey with doctors, whether they're established and they've been practicing for 20, 30, 40 years, or we meet them in a university setting because the university invited us in to speak and they have these big dreams. It's exciting when we start this journey and we hit these goals because when you hit these life goals of more time with your family or, or more freedom or a business that runs itself and, and really, really happy patients because the experience is, you know, designed at another level. It, it's exciting because the clients get really happy. The doctors are happy. The team is happy. The patients are happy. And sometimes, you know, we get a call and the doctor says, hey, what's next? What can we do next? So when you have automation and you can take yourself out of that daily grind, that that daily survival mode, um, and you can build a practice that starts to work for you, um, the possibilities are limitless. It's super exciting. Exactly. It's all about how do we create time and then what does the freedom means to us? And now, of course, that there are people define freedom for multiple different things. Are you free by location? Some practices could not go virtual and they do have to have a certain set of location. But just like uh, what you were saying, Paul, you can have duplication model in different locations. So we don't have to limit ourselves into this one small community that we're serving. It can be something that be served more widely into many different areas. And then some people's uh, freedom is about their own health freedom means your mental capacity, your physical health has to be in the optimum state because we can't serve other people 
when we are not in that state. And then uh, many of you guys uh, have known my story when I did a, the major pivot because I was just operating nonstop and then I started getting sick a lot. So of course, you can't concentrate if I'm cutting, I'm sewing. And in that sense, a freedom is really about not feeling that we continue to pour out, but it's reestablish who we are. And then freedom can also be people. Sometimes, and not sometimes, actually all the time, only certain set of people can really work well together. But if you don't know these uh, ways of what puzzle pieces need to come together based on their internal personal drive, their own needs, right, human basic need, and their own uh, way of communication, that's why we always butt heads uh, and then tap into our own uh, even sabotaging tendencies. Then we also have the freedom of time, right, which is what IT can do is creating these automations. Of course, we're going to dive deeper in what those possibilities are for you guys, uh, because that's something that truly, once it's passed, we cannot get back. So how do you create that moment of treasure of in the present and knowing where you're heading and keep that vision going that's very important as healthcare entrepreneurs because once you tap into that journey it's a roller coaster so you need to be able to understand what the true value and how do you bounce back and then of course lastly is the freedom of financial freedom and I believe many people do create businesses uh, thinking about if I work for a large organization then it's easy to tap out Right. And it's, the ceiling is going to be there and you probably reach it relatively quickly because just because you have bonuses, you can only work so much. And so it be able to diversify, create something that you're more in control of. That's the amazing thing about being an entrepreneur in the healthcare space, especially there are a lot of changes that can be made and you can be that change maker. So, Paul, tell us more, paint us a, a picture or give us a case study in a typical way people can use automation in their business? Sure. So the important thing there is to, to really make sure that we, we are focused on that entrepreneurial spirit and, and understanding what this specific doctor's vision is. And so often when you become a doctor or you get into daily practice, you can enter into survival mode. And when you enter into survival mode, you know about that, Sabrina, right? You know about that. When you, when you enter into that, it's really hard to be entrepreneurial because you're just trying to, to get to the next patient, to get to the next room, to survive the day, right? And so when we understand where your dream is and, and what you want to accomplish, we're able to put in the right pieces of technology and connect these technologies so that they can create automation. So that one domino hits the next domino, hits the next domino, and hits the next domino. And that's why we always start with the dream first, because once we understand where we're going, we can create this level of automation and get you out of survival mode. So you're actually much more present. You're more present when you're with your patients. You're more present when you're with your family, with your children, with your significant other. And it just makes for a better life. And ultimately, when you have that level of alignment, you know, the revenue stream increases and everything comes into play the way it should be. And so many of us don't understand, hey, what's happened in the last five or 10 years? You know, I started working and I'm not where I want to be. And if you're in survival mode and you don't have automation, it's going to be very hard to, to stay on course. 
Exactly. It's about streamlining. It's about what I call them the focus up focus funnel, right? Like how do you produce time is understand how do you actually make decisions much quickly than you think it is. And then how do you decrease all the decision fatigue? Number one is what can you remove, right? Completely delete. And number two, it is automate. What are the steps that can go into a system that just do a repeatly. So um, for example, your scheduling system and your form completion system. When a new patient on board, there should be messages and different ways that go out to that patient instead of they sitting in your office, filling out the same thing yet another time. That's really annoying for anybody. For and then sure. we even talk about big pl- uh, payers, right? Or just meeting someone who are with large payers and a larger hospital organization, they don't talk to each other. Technically, United House will send all their forms to their patients. And then similar uh, house assessment is sent by the ACL group. And then another similar assessment going to be needing to fill out in the doctor's office because that same information should have been communicated, but they're not, or they just don't have the infrastructure to do so. So then it's a burden on your patients, not necessarily they don't want to do what you need to do, but how do you create something that's so easy for the other person to be able to do what you need? And so you have the right information to make the best decision, tailoring where they need in their health. And uh, I'm sure uh, Paul is going to be able to give a lot more example, right? What those uh, user cases where you haven't even thought about that could be implemented in your practice. And then the next step is, of course, it's about concentrate. Things that you know you cannot delete off your plate, you cannot create automation, you cannot delegate to the right people who perhaps have more talent than you in that field. So you don't get into the distraction mode. And then um, when you have to concentrate, that should be things that make the highest ROI. And for clinicians, really is seeing your patients, right? And that's what you went to school so many years to do. Instead of worrying about everything, puzzle pieces, when you have the right people in the right place at the right time with these technologies, now everything just works like a clockwork. Clinicians in healthcare often face a big problem because they stick to a traditional way of doing things, following established rules for how practices should work. Now, emphasizing on the should, air quotes, this can stop them from being creative and adjusting to fast-changing times, like what we're doing today. And nowadays, change is the norm. Now, don't miss out an episode. Subscribe to our podcast today on your favorite podcast platform to get the latest insight from our expert speakers. Together, let's rewrite the rules for your business and create a positive social impact in the healthcare industry. All right, let's finish the rest of our show. So, uh, Paul, I know you guys have a, a pretty uh, decent team now. And de- uh, and then because you're working with so many different practices, it, you cannot run without a solid team. So tell us a little bit more about that. How did you uh, come up with uh, your team and then and then really help other people to think about like, oh, yeah, that is a core 
backbone of any uh, healthcare business. Yeah. So when we put our team together, we really understand something called an OSI model, which are the seven layers that it's going to take to build the system. And we wanted to put team members together that could really come together and, and all have different zones of genius, right? And our team members have their own zone of genius. They're really, really great at what they do. Um, but we put it together in a way that allows us to build systems for doctors. And so many doctors and people in general operate in the zone of excellence. And in the zone of excellence, you get a lot of praise. You know, doctor, I need you in this room. Doctor, I need you in that room. Doctor, I need you to sign this. And your staff says, thank you, thank you, thank you. But your staff is being friendly and they're putting all that pressure on you. And that's excellence, right? But when we can get these systems aligned and we have the right teams to build you these systems and implement them, we can get you operating in your zone of genius. And your zone of genius is what you went to school for. It's it's to treat patients and to take care of patients, not to deal with these large DICOM files that you can't figure out why it can't go here and it can't go there, not to deal with insurance companies, not to deal with these larger hospitals that don't communicate with your system. So we want to put you in a position to operate in your zone of genius. And that's either being a great mom, a great father, a great entrepreneur, or treating the patient because that's what you went to school for. That's what you want to do. That's why we start with the dream. We start with the dream, figure out what you want to do, and then we figure out where all that noise is happening in your practice. And there's a lot of noise. And we peel that back with the right systems and technology. So for example, Patients are smarter today than they've ever been. I think people today are smarter today than they've ever been. There's more access to information everywhere, right? Whether you're on Instagram or you're, you know, on Google or, or, or anything, right? And if you treat patients the way you want to be treated, not, not leave them in a waiting room waiting, but create a lounge, create a nice lounge experience. If you take away, like you said, just peel back a lot of that noise, you know, a lot of these private practices have these huge front desks and those front desks are very difficult to interact with. And they're actually very difficult on your team too, because suddenly you've got three or four people at the front desk. The phone is ringing. Patients are coming through the door. How do you prioritize that? How do you, how do you work with all that noise? For any doctor who's got a private practice, I'd encourage you to, Go to your front desk and spend 30 minutes there. You'll be surprised at how your team is able to, to handle an eight to 10 hour day. I mean, it's, it's pretty insane. And what we're able to do with technology is eliminate that noise. So, so often we'll come into a practice and we'll literally eliminate the entire front desk. And, and, and people are like, really? I said, yeah, take, take away the whole front desk. Put them in a business unit, give them a business space where they can work, they can be themselves, they can make phone calls, and then put a host in that lounge, right? And if you put a host in the lounge and that host can, you know, bring out a beverage, can can make sure that that patient has a great experience. For example, our iPad check-in system will ask a patient, you know, what's your favorite drink, Sabrina? Is it seltzered water? Is it an espresso? Is it is it flat water? Like, what's your favorite drink? And when you answer that, the hostess brings you something. That's the practice of reciprocity. So now you've got your team giving to your patients and creating that experience right off, you know, right from the beginning, right? Right from the start. So that when the patient comes to you, they're relaxed and they can share with you what's happening versus having this ordeal at the front desk waiting a long time in the waiting room 
and then being frustrated. Uh, and the other thing we do with doctors too is we ask them about their brand. We want to understand what their brand is. And they're kind of like fascinated by that a little bit. They sometimes don't understand what we're talking about, but but patients are, they have more knowledge, they have more information than ever. And if you educate them properly, they're going to make a choice. And if you've got a brand that they can relate to and that they can connect with, that choice becomes a lot easier to make. So we really look at the design of the practice, the technology of the practice, the treatment philosophy of the practice, we then combine brand and we come back to connect all of these different pieces and parts to the doctor's vision to make sure that the layout, the technology, the treatment philosophy and the brand are all working together for the doctor's vision and really empowering the entire team, right? Empowering our team and more importantly, empowering the doctor's team to get to work, to get aligned. And the teams are happier because now they have a sense of purpose and they know how to deliver what they're supposed to deliver. If you go back to that Starbucks analogy, a person working in a local coffee shop, you know, really, you know, needs to know a lot of things to make things work. How is Starbucks able to generate baristas all over the world? Hundreds of thousands of them. And it's really because they have the right systems in place. So when you put the right systems in place and you have that level of alignment, your patient experience is tremendous. Patients talk to each other. When you have a brand like we have here, we have the logo right there. That's a level of automation because that's a screen. So if we have doctors in the morning with this brand and doctors in the afternoon with this brand, that can change. But when you have a brand, now patients can choose that brand. You can say, hey, instead of just getting a cup of coffee, I I want a cup of Starbucks coffee. And, And really creating this alignment is so important. And sometimes when I talk to doctors, they're like, oh, so you're just saying I need to create a logo. And I'm just like, no, 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 because because you wouldn't go back here unless you had a great experience every time from how we we get the coffee, which is, you know, for me, it's on my mobile app, right? I just order it on my app and it's ready to go. I get some points. So I feel super connected to the experience. And when I walk in, it's ready for me. And then the stuff inside is really, really good. And, you know, what's really interesting is that there's no doctors working at Starbucks, right? These are these are young people or sometimes semi-retired people who have a part-time job, right? But yet each Starbucks is able to generate north of $2 million per location. And how are they able to do that globally? But yet in private practice, we have doctors working there. But the reason why that's not really happening sometimes for some doctors is because if you're in survival mode and you don't have automation, you're just trying to get you're just trying to get through your next patient, trying to get to lunch, trying to get through the day. Exactly. It's when you don't have the proper system, it's in place. And that system, when we talk about branding, yes, it's not just the colors or the logo. That is simply a representation. True branding means what's the story that you're truly telling? What's the value for people who wanted to be in your clinic instead of someone that's five minutes down the road? It's about the whole experience of who you are as an identity and how you share that experience through messaging and through human-to-human connection. And as you are growing and definitely seeing all the success, what are still some challenges for people to see the value in what you guys can provide for them? So some of the challenges are that there's been this status quo, right? There's been this way of doing it 
for for a long time. And you've got the industry that says, this is how you do it. You either join a group practice or you are part of a hospital or, you know, you buy an existing practice or if you're building a new practice, th- this is the same way we've been doing it. I was on a recent call with a doctor who was, who was building a brand new practice and his architect literally said, hey, we've been designing this like this for the last 25 years. And this is the way we design offices. And that's a challenge because in 2023, the world is so different. It's so different. And I would even say that during COVID, we learned a lot. And post-COVID, that growth has been exponential, right? And so if you're developing a new practice or you're you're working in an existing practice and you've been on this, this path and it's not completely fulfilling, some of that might be a lack of alignment. Some of that might be a lack of, of thinking entrepreneurially because you have to think in survival mode. So some of the challenges for doctors is that they don't really understand what's possible. And sometimes they think, oh, if I just keep doing this long enough, I'm going to get there. But the reality is in 2023, you can get there a lot sooner and, and you can you can really achieve your dreams. Um, but you want to look at this from a, a, a different perspective, almost like a paradigm shift. And if if you're in survival mode, it could be a little bit hard for us to uh, to connect because you know you're going down that path, and the people that you're surrounding yourself with too are are the the people that have been doing it the same way for the last forty years. But if you take a deep breath, if you're hearing this podcast and, and you want to reach out, you know we got our brand right there, super easy to connect. And 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 the idea is take a to take a deep breath and and really discover what's possible. And and in so many ways, when we link up with doctors, we redefine what's possible together based on their vision, our experience, and the conversation just elevates. And as we're elevating that, we're able to then bring in the team to build a system to take that dream forward day in and day out without the doctors present. Howard Schultz dreamed up of Starbucks. And today, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of Starbucks all over the world, and the founder isn't present, and the owners aren't there, and and there's no doctors there, and that's because they have the right systems. So one of the challenges is you think that to get there, you have to take these steps and 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 just go down this path. And what I would say is if you just make a little time and, and you connect with the right people and and you explore for your life and you have a really authentic moment with yourself and you say, wow, if I can have anything, if I can have anything, what would that be? You know, that's that's something that I think all doctors and all entrepreneurs should should pause and, and think about. Great question and great way to wrap up. Um, for all of us, at the end of the day, we create, we discover for other people. And some, yes, is still for us, but we are human social beings and we're not on the lonely island type of people even though the introverts do recharge by themselves but they are still needing to have that social bonding to grow to really amplify who they are as individuals so i so appreciate you to uh, really take us on a different direction of what, what business can be wrong like it can be very much focused on what do you truly want to create, then breaking down into what are all the puzzle pieces you need to make it work 
for you and for your team and your uh, patients at the same time. And then when you are understanding that way, then you can feel like there are endless possibilities, endless resources out there. And then it's about placing the right resources in the right place for them just to work out for you. So I appreciate uh, the conversation. I appreciate everyone who has stayed and joined us today. Today, we discuss five major points throughout the episode. Number one, power of vision. By aligning technology with a physician's vision, SurfCT helps the physicians achieve automation, freeing them from the daily grinds of survival mode, taking their practices more efficient and their lives more fulfilling. Number two, automation and its impact. The ultimate goal is to help physicians build practices that work for them. Now the other way around. Unlocking various forms of freedom, including time, health, and financial independence. Number three, concentrate on your zone of genius to maximize efficiency and return on investment. Healthcare professionals need to focus on tasks that truly align with their expertise. For clinicians, this primarily means patient care, the core reason they enter the field. Number four, building a solid team. In healthcare, the importance of a cohesive and skilled team cannot be overstated. An essential aspect of building a strong team is ensuring that the team member possesses their own unique zone of genius and flourish from there. Number five, overcoming challenges and embracing change. The healthcare industry has often been resistant to change here to establish norms and practices. This resistance can hinder innovations and limit growth due to the lack of adaptation. Thank you for tuning in to Providers Edge podcast. We hope you enjoy our latest episode and found the insights and tips helpful. We'd love to hear your feedback on the show and learn what topics you'd like us to cover in the future. So please take a moment to leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and let us know what you think. Your feedback is essential to help us improve the show and provide you with the content you need to take your healthcare business to the next level. Thank you for your support and we look forward to hearing from you soon.